0: So, as you all well know, we are in the thick of graduation season. So, I want to tell you about a graduation story that never happened. I have a very dear friend who's a mom, and several years ago, her daughter, brilliant, brilliant young woman, got a full ride scholarship to a very prestigious university all expenses paid, and this was totally based on merit. There was no legacy fluff here or anything like that. And shortly before she was ready to start, her boyfriend, and this wasn't just some typical high school relationship, they were very committed, likely going to become fiance to each other. He was in a horrific accident. And it was the kind of thing where he was gonna require not days or weeks, but likely months of therapy. And his situation was such that there weren't a lot of people around who were going to be with him in that long process. So his girlfriend, my friend's daughter, dropped everything. Dropped going off to school that fall. Now, she could have worked it out with a lot of commuting. If she could just be part-time, she still could have entered the program. But the school said either full-time or nothing. And so if all you can do is part-time, you're not getting the scholarship. And I have to tell you, this was a Catholic university, and I'm not proud to say that. If they offered me tenure and a bag of chips, I wouldn't work there. But in any event, there was obvious doubt, obvious anxiety. I don't want to pretend that this was some easy decision for her. But at the end of the day, there was no question. And she dropped the scholarship, she dropped going to the great university. She entered into a local college, took a lot longer to finish, but she was with him every step of the way. Now I could tell you years later how it all turned out because she never stopped being brilliant and that brilliance was rewarded. But the point of this is not, oh, it all worked out wonderfully in the end. That's kind of a Santa Claus God, you know? Stick it out and eventually everything you ever wanted will happen. The reason I'm sharing that story of the graduation that never happened, and we are in that season now, right? We're in graduation season. We're in the season of beginnings. It's the baptism season. It's certainly the wedding season. Yesterday in the Archdiocese of Chicago, down at the cathedral, five new priests were ordained for the Archdiocese. It's that season But the reason I'm telling you the story of the happy graduation that never happened is because if you can keep that in mind, then I think you and I are ready to enter into what today's feast day is all about. The great feast of the ascension. Yes, it is a great feast day, but we can only say that because we know the rest of the story. We know what we'll be celebrating in a week. We know what the church has celebrated for 2,000 years. They had no idea what was going on when they were in that moment. And maybe for them, everything was coming to fruition. Jesus had risen from the dead. He was doing all kinds of wonderful things. Isn't this great? A new beginning for us. Now we can move on. We've got Jesus right here with us, even new and improved, better than ever. And what happens? He says, you're not going to get what you were expecting. You're not going to have what you thought you would have. I am going to leave. I'm going to leave you, and I'm not going to be with you again in the way that you've come to know me. And you can get a sense that they were expecting great things. They did think this was their graduation day and everything would come about. Because they say, Lord, now is the time we've been waiting for a while. Now are you going to kick out the Romans? Are you going to restore us to freedom? And that may sound to us like, yeah, okay, kick out the Romans, whatever. But if we could put ourselves in their worldview and mindset, that would have been everything. That would have been everything they'd ever hoped for, for hundreds of years. Could we finally have some freedom? And think of what that would mean for their families, for the land, for their descendants. That was a huge expectation. And not only did they have Jesus, but he seemingly has these superpowers. He comes back from the dead. If anyone can make this happen, it's him. And if there was ever a time, it's now. And he takes them up to the holy mountain and says, basically, goodbye. And you can see them looking in Luke's version. They're looking up after they said, are you the one? Now is the time, Jesus? We have no doubt you're the one. Is now the time when you're going to take action? And the most he can tell them is it's not for you to know. And now I have to leave. And in Matthew's version, they're there and they're praising Jesus, but they're doubting. I bet they were doubting. Where does this leave us? Where do we go from here? And the reason there's something in that to celebrate is because it enters us into what at the end of the day is the core of the Christian spiritual life. And that's, as I said earlier, a God who is not a Santa Claus a God who does not simply listen to our every need, and then magically it all happens. And then the lie that can creep in is that, well, if you didn't get what you thought you wanted, then was this worthwhile? Is this just a charade? Is this a fairy tale? And plenty of people leave their faith, more or less, for that reason. And the only way, the only way, in the Christian spiritual life to move forward is to do what they ultimately did, which is to say, well, what do I believe? Whom do I trust? And if I have trust, I can't just say I have trust. Nobody can just declare that they're trusting. The only way you build trust is by taking a step, and usually it's just a little baby step, in the direction of uncertainty or doubt or fear. And then you begin to see, was this real? So Jesus said, I'm leaving. He would tell them, I'm sending someone After me, but in this week, in this week between the ascension and I won't even say the word, spoiler alert. But what's happening next Sunday? Imagine where they were. Do we take a step forward or do we go back? Do we protect ourselves and our families? Is this a time for radical defense or is it the time for radical trust? And notice they don't go alone, they go together, and that's huge. I can't tell you how it warms my heart when I see the growing army of those kids come up for Children's Liturgy of the Word, and they go off. Because are they escaping my droning? Okay. And are they having something that they probably enjoy more? Okay. But they're going together, and they're not going to forget that. Because the time's going to come, and most of us have been there, the time's going to come in their lives when they're going to think, well, why am I doing this, and I don't feel connected? And they're gonna remember when they went off as a swarm and they could talk about their faith and they could do it in a comfortable, honest way. And for some of them, that's gonna be the inspiration to say, hey, let's get together. Let's get our peers together. That might be when they're in high school. I used to be a college chaplain. You see it happening on college campuses. I meant it when I said to the young moms, you're not alone. We go on this journey together. That's what we do as a parish. And that's how you take that step on Ascension Day into the uncertainty of the future. So maybe just a little invitation to a spiritual exercise in this week is to ask yourself with brutal honesty, and I'll do the same thing, where are my fears about the future? Where is my uncertainty? The daughter of my friend, she was certain and she was terrified at the same time. She had no doubt she had to take a step in that direction. But she was also very, very uncertain and afraid of what that would ultimately mean because she knew what she was saying goodbye to. But at the end of the day, in the Christian spiritual life, love and only love can overcome fear. So if there is fear or doubt, maybe it's big for you right now, maybe it's very subtle, so that's wonderful. But whatever it is, Take a step in that direction where you feel God in your faith nudging you, where love seems to be directing you. Don't go alone. Find a partner. Bring it into prayer. And then see how it goes. You can never move beyond Ascension Day without taking a step in the direction of fear or doubt. But I promise you we wouldn't be here all these years later if it wasn't the right step in the right direction.